Hello and welcome to Landings with a Flare, the podcast where we supplement and support flight training. This is Captain Teresa. This conversation was recorded on the audio platform called Clubhouse. You will likely hear some variation in audio quality as speakers tune in from around the world. We hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversations. Welcome aboard. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pathways to Pilot Careers. This is one of our biggest and most special events that we may ever hold and that we probably have to this point. We have many distinguished guests who are professional pilots from around the world who are here because they want to help you understand the careers that are in the world and how they received their training and then the jobs that they had between their training and their current careers. Every speaker is going to speak for about a minute and a half or two minutes. I will give a quick example of what we want, and then each speaker will go ahead and introduce themselves. So an example of an introduction for myself, I'm Captain Teresa. I'm from the United States, and I fly as a captain at a regional airline in the United States. I did my training on how to fly at a four-year university where I also got a degree in aviation in addition to learning how to fly. After I graduated from the university, I became a flight instructor. I was a flight instructor for 12 years and managed a flight school, and then I went on to the regional airlines. My eventual career goal is to go on to the major airlines or the bigger airlines. So that's me, and that's also an example of what we're looking for Let's start with Kevin. Kevin, please feel free to introduce yourself. How are you guys doing? Good morning. My name is Kevin Diebel, currently a 777 Boeing 777 first officer with United Airlines. I'm based in Newark, New Jersey, living in Atlanta, Georgia, on the East Coast. I initially started flight training at Farmingdale State University in Long Island, New York, or in Farmingdale, Long Island. and um, I went through a four-year program, finished it in about two years, got my CFI, CFII, and then I flight instructed there for almost two years, then became a flight instructor at another school. I was kind of working at the two schools simultaneously until it became a conflict of interest, and then went on to, I was also a mechanic with Delta at the time as well, so I worked at Delta, flight instructed on the side at the two schools, and then at 1,800 hours, I went on to work for American Eagle, then stayed there for four years, went on to work for Atlas, flew the 747, all the series, LCF, the 400-8. And then six years ago, I got on with United Airlines, initially starting with the 73, then moved on to the 75 and the 76, then the 777, and now I'm about to start training for the 787 and then upgrade to captain later on this year. That is wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. It's an honor to have a pilot for a major airline here, especially an airline that most people in the world, of course, have heard of. And we really appreciate that. Thank you so, so much. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Okay, let's move on to Manuela. Manuela, thank you so much for joining. Please do tell us about yourself. Hello, everybody. So my name is Manuela. I'm from Northern Italy. I work as a first officer in Europe, flying 
I have initiated my flight training as a PPL student in the USA. And after that, I have had an airline assessment to go under the cadet mentor program in Ireland. I completed my ATPL flight training in 2021, and I'm now flying in Europe with an airline. Wonderful. That was excellent. Thank you so much, Manuela. We really appreciate that. Okay, let's move on to Doug. Doug, thank you for taking time to come in your schedule. You have a job that a lot of people don't necessarily think of when they think of being a pilot. They always think of like an airline with passengers. But please let us know about your current job. Hey, how you doing? I'm Doug. I work for Coletta Air, which is a cargo carrier, ACMI cargo carrier. Currently on the triple seven, the Boeing triple seven. I'm in the left seat. I've been on the triple seven. I live in Atlanta. I'm from the U.S. I was born in the Virgin Islands. My flight training I received was uh, all military. So I started off flying helicopters. I flew uh, what is now or what is known as the Bell 206, uh, Blackhawks, and the Chinook. And Coletta uh, Air is my first and only airline gig. When I, when I retired from the military, I came straight to Coletta. So I've been here for about six years now. Uh, yeah, that's about it. That is wonderful. Thank you for that excellent introduction. And I do have one question for you. What is the lifestyle like of a pilot who flies essentially cargo? It, is it like a normal airline schedule or is it a little bit different? So we do uh, under a month, the older company, 16 days on duty. I think the lifestyle is pretty awesome as far as being here so long, six years. I can tell you that I don't miss any major events in my kids' life. You know, I, I'm always at basketball games or whatever. I'm able to work around the schedule as far as that's concerned. I think the uh, the downside would be the length of flights. You know, a shorter flight for me is about eight hours. Uh, typically, it's anywhere like 14 to 16 hours of flight time. So the time zones and all that stuff can be a little bit hard. But other than that, I love it. Wow, that's great. So you fly cargo literally around the world. That is so amazing. Okay, we are moving on. JV, thank you so much for joining us. Please tell me how you really pronounce your name. Hey, Captain. Thanks. Thanks for the invitation. It's João Victor. <laughs> A little bit hard, but John in English fits and JV, it's easier. That is wonderful. Yes, please tell us about what your current experiences are, and also about the bit of a side business that you have, but also how did you do your flight training? Okay, so, well, I'm from Brazil. Nowadays, I'm flying Fennel 100 as a second-in-command uh, in, the, in the corporate aviation. I uh, began my, my courses in a private school and with a aeronautical science program as well. So, unfortunately, 100% private. So after my, my graduation, after my licenses, I, I became a flight instructor and worked for almost a year as a flight instructor. After that, I was invited to go to an air taxi company flying the Embraer 110 Bandeirante. And now I'm flying the Fennel 100 in the corporate aviation. JV, that was wonderful. Thank you so much. And JV has a popular podcast in Brazil. What is the name of that podcast? In English, it's Landing Light. In Portuguese, it's Farol de Pouso. 
Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us, Seth Van Beek. He's a bit famous as well. Seth, you've been all over TV and news sources and things like that for being the youngest commercial pilot in the UK. Please do introduce yourself and your story. Thank you very much for having me on, Captain. It's an absolute privilege to be here. So as Captain said, my name is Seth Van Beek. I started flight training at 17 years old in Kavala in Greece, which I followed an integrated ATPL program, which took 18 months from zero to frozen ATPL, which is basically a CPL MEIR with ATPL credits. After I completed that, I was headhunted by a major airline in Europe, which didn't go as planned due to COVID. However, I'm flying corporate aviation on an Eclipse 550 at the moment. That is so wonderful. It's wonderful to have you. And you provided a handout that goes with today's lesson. So the handout will be on the website, landingswithaflare.com. And everyone is welcome to check out the wonderful handout with lots of information about training. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Captain. Captain Unmesh, how are you doing? And please do introduce yourself. Hello, hi, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, and this whichever part of the world you are. My name is Captain Unmesh. I'm a professional pilot on the Airbus 320 family with a national carrier in India. I did most of my flying from uh, United States, started up there, became a flight instructor up to uh, multi-engine, moved to Canada, to UK, to uh, different parts of the world, and currently overall about close to 4,000 hours on the flight deck, you know, flying the big jets since 2007. Prior to being into professional pilot flying, I was also into bayonet towing, aerobatics, and tailwheel uh, flying in the States, uh, part of the Royal Commemorative Air Force as well. And currently in India, we have many major carriers, but not as much as uh, the amounts of aircrafts that are there in the States. But uh, the work uh, force is quite a lot. You do have professional options of joining into a 320 uh, family right on the right seat, as close to 21 years of age. But then, uh, this is me, this is Unmesh. I'm done speaking. Thanks so much. Captain, thank you so much for joining us. You have always been a wonderful contributor and very knowledgeable. Thank you so, so much. Okay, let's talk with Captain Shanita. Captain Shanita, go right ahead. Hello, everyone. Again, my name is Shanita. I am from the United States, uh, specifically from Chicago, Illinois. I did my training by going to university, and if anybody knows, it's part 141, if you know what that is. Uh, did all my training there up to CFWI, didn't get my MEI because I ran out of money. Did a little bit of flight instructor and got hired on doing some aerial mapping for Google Earth. Did that for about a year and a half, and then everybody got laid off. So I went back to flight instructor, got my hours I needed to go to get my ATP. So I went to Republic Airlines, find the Embraer 170, did that for two years. Was supposed to upgrade in 2020, just like, yeah, everything is going right. And then everything went wrong. So I got a furlough notice. I was just like, okay, let me find another job before I get fired. So I found a job at this charter company where I'm at now as a captain on the Citation Excel. Captain Shanita, thank you so much, first of all, for such a wonderful introduction. Second of all, for having such an inspiring career. And I know it's only going to get even more inspiring as time goes on. Yeah, so that's a really interesting 
job that you mentioned because a lot of people don't know what to do after flight training, but before they go to the airlines. And so some type of aerial survey company would be a, a really nice middle step. A lot of people also flight instruct. Enrique, thank you so much for being here and being one of the most amazing moderators in our club. Please tell us about your aviation journey. Okay, so thanks, Captain. My name is Enrique, as well as, as João Vitor. I'm from Brazil, and I'm currently living here as well, near the, the Sao Paulo area. And my currently job, uh, I wouldn't say not as a professional pilot, but in the industry, is that I'm currently teaching student pilots here in Brazil, and I'm helping you teaching student pilots from, from all over the world as well. And that has been an amazing journey for me. I got my flight training pretty much all on a private manner. So I had to go to a far for another flight school, take some, some budgets here and, and check uh, which was the most cost effective way to do that. And got my, my commercial ratings, uh, my commercial license and my IFR rating as well. And unfortunately, everything was paid from, from my pocket. I had some, some help from, from my family, but mostly it was all paid from, from my pocket. Uh, in the meantime, I just figured out a, a bachelor's degree here in my city, a, a college that was offering a, a aeronautical sciences degree, bachelor's degree, and I, I, I signed it up for that as well because it would be a plus in my career. I'm not currently flying that active yet because I just want to, to finish my college before moving on to, to that. Otherwise, I will never finish the, the degree. So pretty much that's me. Enrique, thank you so, so much. And I wish I could pronounce your name properly, <laughs> but I really appreciate it. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah. I know that you guys have a problem with the silent H from yeah. Portuguese to English. <laughs> we do, we do. And I've tried, I've tried. But one of these days I will get it correct and I really appreciate your patience. Okay, let's go on to Cyrus. Cyrus, please go ahead and introduce yourself. I started my journey from flight school. Actually, I'm from United States, California, San Diego. So here in SoCal, I find a flight school and I get my private pilot license. And after that, I switch to flight club, which is your can uh, rent aircraft, hire the instructor and study yourself and then prepare yourself for return and check rights. So I got my IFR rating, instrument rating, commercial pilot license, and then CFI, AGI. And now I'm teaching out of the same club as an independent flight instructor and trying to make my ATPL requirement here, which is 1,500 total hours. And meanwhile, um, I joined SkyWest Airline Pathway Program and they interviewed me, they gave me the employee number, and probably after I finish my ATPL, I have to attend to another interview and then start my ATP, CTP classes and SIM. But my dream job is cargo. Again, thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, Cyrus, thank you so much for saying that. So it's nice to see that you are a flight instructor. We have some pilots here who are very experienced and have been in their careers for many years. And where you are is kind of an interesting place because you already have a lot of certificates and you're basically in what we would call a time building job 
where you get more hours before you move on to an airline. But because of the pilot shortage, you already have basically like a, I guess you would say it's almost like a conditional offer with an airline in their cadet program, which is already getting you started in the airline journey. Did I summarize that correctly? Yes, that's correct. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for your story. And let's move on to Derek. Derek, you are a leader and an inspiration for many people. Please do introduce yourself. Thank you so much, Captain. My name is Derek Unseko, and I'm originally from Uganda, but currently I'm based in South Africa. Yeah, so I came to South Africa initially to do my pilot training uh, a while back. And uh, once I got my commercial pilot license, yeah, I got some hard realities in this industry. And uh, it was very difficult for me to find work as a commercial pilot. But I quickly reinvented myself. And, well, everything happens for a reason. So I started a social enterprise to spread the love and to inspire and empower the next generation to get into this industry. Uh, so that initiative has grown and it's called iFly. Today, iFly has been listed by ICAO as well as, as a case study for best practices around the world uh, in terms of uh, initiatives to inspire the next generation. So I'm very proud of, of the work that we've done there. I also own a publication. I own a publication called Airspace Africa. And uh, Airspace Africa is a dedicated publication for the African aviation industry. It's online, airspace-africa.com. That is the website. And it's dedicated to African aviation. Uh, you know, Africa is one of the most populous regions in the world. 1.3 billion people, give or take. But it's the smallest aviation market in the world. And my job is to help support this aviation development through positive media, skills development, and social entrepreneurship. That's all that I am about. And uh, yeah, it's been a journey for me, but I'm very happy. Not very much actively flying, but I enjoy, still enjoy my flying recreationally. Yeah, that's really uh, what I'm about. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. I love following your social media and seeing you speaking at so many important forums and conferences. And I know you are a real leader. I really appreciate you. Thanks a lot, man. Absolutely. Let us go to Zubek. Captain, please feel free to introduce yourself. Hey, hi, my name is Zubek. I'm coming from Croatia. And currently I'm flying. Uh, I'm a 330 instructor and uh, director of flight operation of one small startup in Malta, Charter Startup. And I'll speak a little bit about how I started. So I finished a bachelor degree in nautical science university uh, three years here and also CPL. At that time, it was free by the government. Every year they were sponsoring 30 pilots to, to, to get free training, which I was lucky to, to get. So, And after that, I stayed and, and worked as an instructor, CPL, PPL, at the pilot school for about three years when I got my first uh, airline job in national carrier and I flew ATR 42 for two years. Then I got a job on Airbus 320 within the same national carrier and I transferred to Qatar Airways, which is a national uh, carrier of Qatar. I flew 320, 330 there and got my command. And after six years, I went to Senegal Airlines. It was a startup where I was instructor on 320. After that, 
I got opportunity to fly 330 in Hong Kong Airlines and I moved to Hong Kong Airlines. And I also became a, a chief pilot in the cargo section of Hong Kong Airlines. And after that, it was mostly management um, management assignments. I would like to say for those in America, young pilots, it's very easy to figure out the information how to become pilot. But for guys who are asking from um, different parts of the world and they're looking to go to the States or Australia to get their license, I would just give an advice to first check with their local CAA if the particular school is approved and to get their medical done before they make a move or make an investment. That's all. That is excellent. You have had a very interesting career, especially being involved with an airline startup. And that's great advice about making sure that it's a good school. The CAA, what you're referring to, if I'm not mistaken, is really um, nearly every government has some type of aviation authority or certifying organization. You want to make sure that your schools are properly certified by the government. Is is that what you were you were saying? Yeah, well, no, yeah, it's it's kind of that. For example, in India, there are certain schools in in the states which were pre-approved by Indian authorities, or let's say a, a Chinese authorities went to Canada and approved certain schools where their pilots can go and train. Which means, if let's say a foreign student who's let's say from india goes to a school in texas which was not approved by the indian ca and he comes back with the license and brings all the documents the indian ca well you went to the school which we didn't check we didn't audit we didn't approve so now you have to do it all over again in india while if he would check this that with the ca that the school is approved and school has been audited by their authorities then when he comes back it's everything is already recognize all the exams are accepted. That's what I mean. Ah, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Mawuda, you made a special effort to come today and you have a very unique type of training. Please do tell us about yourself and the MPL types of licenses. Hello, everyone. And thanks to Captain Teresa for the opportunity once again. My name is Mawuda Hiatroga. I'm from Ghana, uh, however, I'm living in Qatar at the moment. I am a first officer on the Airbus A320 series. And I did the MPL, like uh, Captain Teresa said, the multi-crew pilot license with L3 Airline Academy. At the time, they were called CTC Aviation. Prior to that, I, I read engineering, aerospace engineering, a four-year degree program. And then I worked for a year at the Civil Aviation Authority, the CAA, back home in Ghana. I'm happy to talk about the MPL program because I know it's quite unique. It's it's common in Europe. However, from other parts of the world, it's not very common. So subsequently, I'll be very happy to answer any questions anyone might have about this MPL program. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Oh, thank you so much. Actually, let's take a few, just a, a, maybe a few more minutes right now. And I would love to hear you explain just a little bit about it. A lot of countries have this, but in the United States, a lot of people don't understand what that is. Go ahead. Okay. So, yeah, the MPL, which is a multi-crew pilot license, is uh, quite similar to what I think I had said, the, the integrated ATPL. However, it is usually in partnership with an airline. It's like a cadet program. However, it's self-funded. So it's broken down into like five stages. It takes you from zero hours straight into the 
the cockpit, uh, the right-hand side of, uh, in my case, the Airbus A320. So in the first six months, you typically do your 14 theoretical knowledge, ATPL theory subjects. And then the next couple of months, you do some basic flying in the Cessna 172. What I did was in the yes, Cessna 172 with a G1000. And then after that, you get straight into the A320 cockpit doing your type rating. There's a lot of focus on multi-crew operation because you're basically being trained for the airline. There's no PPL or CPL phase. You go straight from zero experience, zero hours to the MPL license, which you can convert after getting your 1,500 hours into an ATPL. So yes, the theory, you do your theory subjects, do the flying, they get into the same for another six months. And then after that, you go on to the, join the airline and then do your base training and then some six months of line training. Right after that, you become a first officer. Oh, thank you so much for that explanation. So it is a little bit different. A lot of pilot certificates focus on single pilot operation where there's a lot of solo flying and then the flying gets more advanced where someone does solo cross countries by themselves and then they practice maneuvers by themselves. And But the multi-crew pilot license, if if I'm summarizing it correctly, it's really designed to only have you fly with another person in a multi-crew airplane. And so it has a, a different focus, but there are certain efficiencies there that come as well, where it's really just for a career. Did I explain that well? Exactly. That is what it is. And then from the very beginning, they try to integrate the CRM bit. And then from day one, you start practicing with the company that you are meant to work for, the airline. You start with their SOPs. And even surprisingly, with the Cessna, we are thought to fly it like you would fly a jet, um, say the relationship between power and pitch and all that. So it's quite different, but it's a very unique way of training pilots for the airline environment, which is the main focus of this particular program. Excellent. Thank you so, so much for that. And I really appreciate your taking time out of your schedule to join us as well. Let's move on to Raphael. Raphael, please tell us about your career and what you do as a pilot. Yes. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon or good evening from wherever you are in the world. I started flying very young. I would like to say maybe 13 or 14 years old through high school, a high school program. And then from there, just like a lot of us, we go to university or flight school. And I did just that. Just like Kevin, I went to Farmingdale State College. And him and I, we were instructors and students. And that's how I know he's a great friend of mine. And I became an instructor, got all my licenses there, my PPL, instrument commercial, commercial multi, CFI to CFII. And I became an instructor and then uh, assistant chief, as well as a check airman. And currently, I am actively flying for that same flight school as only a, a check airman because my other career is I work in airport management as the assistant airport duty manager. Yeah, and that's how I started flying. I love flying. I will eventually go back into it, flying for an airline. And yeah, that's how I started flying. Thank you so much. And Raphael, we really appreciate you as being a regular moderator and experienced instructor in this club as well. Thank you. Okay, Dana. Dana, please feel free to introduce yourself and your career. Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm Dana Navarro. I'm a first officer and a technical pilot with flight standards at a major airline in the United States on the Airbus 320 family. 
So after college, I, I had a scholarship. So I just went to you know a state school and actually got an accounting degree because the, the handful of flight schools in, in the area just didn't really jive with me. And, and my scholarship didn't work out for that as far as financing it. So I knew I wanted to fly. So all the money that I had saved for college to begin with, I just kind of dumped into flight training after. Uh, banged out all my ratings, went from zero to CFI in five months. And then after that, I started with a private slash charter outfit in South Florida, flying to the Caribbean, mostly light cargo at first, and then moved over to the 135 side, flying passengers and, and heavier cargo stuff, everything from 172 to King Air 200. Um, spent about three years doing that. And then I went to Mesa Airlines, flying the CRJ 200, 700, 900 for four years was captain there for about two and a half years. And then I went to Frontier Airlines flying the Airbus 319-2021 and was there for about a year before I came to my current job. Let's see. I think that's all the questions, but if I miss something, feel free to ping me. Oh, thank you so much. And we have a lot of respect for you, Dana, as a regular moderator here as well. And that sounds beautiful flying around the Caribbean. I'm sure that was wonderful. Okay. We're going to go to Mo, and then after that, we will welcome Captain Francis. Mo, thank you for joining. Please feel free to tell us about yourself. Hello, everyone, and happy to be here again. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, United States, and I'm originally from Iran. I started in the university, and I got my mechanical engineering in the university. Then I started my aviation journey, and I uh, got my private pilot in a private flight school called Lunkin Flight Training Center. And then I got my instrument training and then commercial uh, in the same place. And then now I'm working on my CFI. And also I'm on that time building path that everyone should go through, uh, through that. Sometimes I fly for Angel Flight East, which is a charity company just for building some more hours. and. Um, I will be more than happy if like talk with the other pilots and know how they build their hours other than the like the CFI. I'm also looking for some that kind of jobs to make more hours. Mo, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I wish you luck. I know that there are other jobs out there in addition to flight instructing as well. So best wishes for that. Thank you. Yes, exactly. It's kind of Always, there are not a lot of jobs out there, like other than flight instructing, but I'm also looking for those. Also, I'm working on my CFI, and I will be more than happy if someone knows something that they can let me know. And I'm listening to the people, and I'm going to ask them if they mention something that they use to make the hours themselves. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, I want to say a very special welcome to Captain Francis. You are, I believe you're probably about halfway around the world from where I am right now. And I know that you made a special effort to come and even joined Clubhouse just for this event. We would love to say hi to you. Yes, hello everybody. This is Francis. I'm new to this Clubhouse and everything else. And I originally come from the Philippines, Manila. I very recently moved to New York City, Brooklyn, coming via Hong Kong. As for my aviation career, I started flying back in the 90s. That's when we still had uh, videotapes and uh, Michael Jordan was still playing, I guess. That was in uh, Vero Beach, Florida, in one of the so-called best school, and I believe it is, back then. 
and then I started flying, uh, got my license CPL FAA there, multi-engine instruments, and started flying with Philippine Airlines in the mid-2000s. But before that, I was a flight instructor with Philippine Airlines Aviation School. And in 2010, I moved to Hong Kong for the, to be a first officer of, after being a second officer and a first officer in, in Philippine Airlines. Um, Hong Kong Airlines was the company I joined, and I'm still kind of with Hong Kong Airlines, but I migrated recently, as I mentioned earlier, to the States. So now I'm a captain of the Airbus 330 and the mighty A350. I love that aircraft. And I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. Um, still have, a, hopefully, a long career ahead, a few more years ahead, I guess. And that's about it. Happy to join you. Very interesting to join a network of pilots all over the world in all fields. I'm particularly fond of when I hear somebody of flight instructors in the group and uh, people doing cargoes. Thank you. And Captain, thank you so much for making such a special effort to join us. I was really excited to hear your story as well. This is Captain Teresa. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you were one of the people being recorded, I thank you. If you were one of the people that we edited out of this recording, I beg your forgiveness. There were many reasons that this episode may have been edited, including length, audio quality, and accuracy. We don't always have the right answers. I ask you to view this as entertainment and not as a replacement for formal instruction or advice. If you want to send constructive feedback, or if you have questions, feel free to contact us through our website, landingswithaflare.com. You can view announcements on our Instagram account, landingswithaflare. You can also join our live conversations on Clubhouse in the club pilot flight training. If you got value out of this podcast, please consider subscribing, sharing, and leaving us a positive review. Wherever you are in the world, we wish you happy landings.